0: Hey, top fans, it's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. We got one of my favorites back in the clubhouse, a guy that I've done a lot with over this last year. Uh, Chris, how are you doing, my friend?
1: I'm doing phenomenal. Bill, thank you so much for having me on again. I know, like, uh, pretty much from the start, like, I I think, like, we've had a great relationship, and obviously we toss it back and forth with Dodger baseball, so I'm glad to be back and talking more boys in blue.
0: More boys in blue. Exactly. And and Chris has has had me on his radio show. He's got a summer hiatus going on right now. But if you haven't listened to his KOCI Sunday uh, sports talk stuff, go back online. They have other stuff that's online that you can go back and listen to. But Chris has been phenomenal and he's a great radio host. And just having him back on is, is exciting. So, Chris, as we get started, do tell. How do you feel the Dodgers have started out?
1: I think it was really good. There was like obviously little complaints because we're so good. So you kind of have to nitpick what our weaknesses are. But I think the biggest thing was starting pitching. Obviously, there's some injuries um, laying over into the season. then you had the Trevor Bauer stuff. And then there was all that uncertainty. Then we get Andrew Heaney. Like he just goes off. And then some other guys as well, like starting to pick up the bulk. But now I think at this point in the season, We got Kershaw on IL, Bueller not pitching his best. And it seems like we're missing a guy. And I I don't know who's going to fill those shoes. Like we're we're trying to get everyone healthy, but it seems like it's almost the same problem as we had at the beginning of the year. It hasn't really um, settled itself as that number five starter. And so I'm satisfied where the Dodgers are. They have the best record in baseball, but I think it's a great indicator that even though we have 33 wins it could be much better, and everyone knows that.
0: A great way to put that. So let's start with the positives. So what do you see as the positives for the Dodgers, 45-plus games into it?
1: Right. I think the biggest positive would be that the guys who are supposed to be producing are doing so. I think that the top three in the lineup, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Trey Turner, those three are producing just fine. They're phenomenal Great runs. Obviously, Mookie Betts has league-leading 15 home runs, which I, if I said that three weeks ago, you would be laughing at me because I think he was hitting under a buck. And yep. so that's how fast things can change. He's hitting 15 homers. Freddie Freeman's been the mode of consistency. And then Trey Turner, I think he's on some type of, like, 16-game hit streak again. So those three have been holding down the four. Very big positive. And other than that, I would say on just – I know we'll talk about starting pitching. It's, it's a tough – conundrum but i think that we're getting enough out of the guys we do have healthy and that would be my two biggest positives
0: yeah i i have been pleasantly surprised and trust me at the beginning of the season i you know i did a couple of these podcasts with mikey bleeds blue and others and we were concerned about the gonsolin and the anderson Mm -hmm. um you know duo how's that gonna can we get like five wins out of them combined and yet here they are. I mean, Tony – or uh, uh, Anderson, 6-0. and
1: Yeah, Tyler Anderson, like, man.
0: I mean, Anderson and Gonsolin have made it look almost easy <laughs> when they go out there.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's just such a joke that a guy like Gonsolin could be – I think he's top three in the league in ERA since, like, 2019. And, like, if you're not a Dodger fan, if you're not on that beat, you probably don't even know who that is. But he's given quality innings – Day in, day out for us. And then, like, imagine once Bueller clicks, Urias is consistent, and then Kershaw healthy. That's that's the best team in baseball.
0: I gotta be honest, I loved watching Bueller yesterday show emotion when he had a rough inning. I mean, as as a former pitcher, at some point you've got to show emotion, and it's People are, oh, it's not professional. He threw his glove. No, that's what you want. You need that emotion. It's got to come out sometime. Right.
1: And it's- yeah, he, he himself, he holds himself to such a high standard. And he, I think he knows it. And when you leave a ball over the play, I think his fastball is kind of showing some weakness. It's a hit ability. And the Pirates got to him that game, but then Dodgers clawed back. But I think he knows he's not where he wants to be with the command, with the control and the fastball getting swings and misses, but like you said, you you want to see that out of your ace.
0: Yeah, it was funny last night um, because there were so many home runs last night. I was watching the game, and my wife goes, my wife asked me, she says, when do you know, like as a pitcher, when do you know that you've given up a home run? And I paused it right as the ball left the pitcher's hand on, I think it was uh, Hans or Alberto's home run, like right as it left his hand, I said, right here that's when you know you've given up a home run. And if it doesn't go out of the yard, you sit there and shake your head and go, I got away with one there Mm -hmm. because um, Hanser's home run and Mookie's home run right behind them were both terrible pitches. They were both curveballs that just stayed up in the zone. And so, and, and that's kind of what we saw from Beauder last night, a couple of pitches that he just left up out over the plate.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think, the good ones know like out of the hand that ball's gone like you're never going to see it again but then also like my personal favorite maybe it's from like a third person perspective but when you see the catcher's glove it's like setting up outside and low and you just see it drag over the yeah. middle of plate, and then the ball's just never seen again that's why i was yeah. talking with my brother about that like you know like when he misses his spot over the plate that ball is going 400
0: feet yeah, exactly sure. All right. So I hate to use the word negative because we're too early. We're not even halfway through the season yet, but let's use the word concern. So give me 90 seconds of anything of concern that you have as a Dodger fan watching the Dodgers. I mean, it's hard to say concern because they're 33 and 15, Mm -hmm. right? They got the best record in the MLB, but we also have four or five games that we've lost on errors or mistakes. Mm -hmm. I mean, technically we could have nine losses right now, but tell me concerns. Tell me what, what you see as far as Yeah,
1: I think the low-hanging fruit might be bullpen. Last night was rough, and we've seen it kind of falter a little bit on the back end especially, like who's going to close out the game. We try with some new guys, didn't work in Philly, and then against the Pirates last night, Kimbrell just couldn't find it. Like the command was off, and he kind of has an erratic delivery, and it gets it gets crazy sometimes when you walk guys give up some singles. But – bullpen is, I think it's an issue that's going to fix itself. Just getting in your strides, very the ebbs and flows of just baseball. And when you don't have Blake Trinan as set up, it kind of gets messy. So when he comes back, whenever that may be next year, that mm-hmm. will fix itself. And like Kimbrell, I think Dave Roberts said he is our closer. We're, we're going to go with him. He has a five ERA, but it, it, one bad outing will do that to you. Daniel Hudson's been pretty good, but I don't think the bullpen's exactly where we need it to be. And like you touched on with defense, it's something that you get that you take for granted so much in baseball. And the Dodgers have been pretty good defensively in this the stretch of dominance in this dynasty. But I, I I don't have a problem with their defense. I think that's just kind of a case study. Freddie Freeman, you boot one, you, you just move on to the next. But I think Bullpen Bullpen would be my biggest concern. What about you? Mm.
0: It's a weird concern to have, but it's a concern. Okay. Uh, I don't mind what Craig Kimberl did last night because this team is so good offensively. There are very few nights that he's going to come in with a one run lead. Very few nights that normally it's going to be two, but probably three or four run lead when he comes in. So getting that fire in your belly early and being prepared in the ninth, uh, we're not going to see a lot of that happen. I mean, the Dodgers run differential is 118. It's the highest in the MLB I think the next closest is in the 70s So you know you saw it in the Washington series you saw it in the the um, the uh, uh, Arizona series I mean they were with the exception of the last two games in the Arizona series the first two games they were just demolishing Arizona and so you saw it in Philly as well so I'm not overall the only concern that I have is that that we don't make too many mental mistakes and for the love of everything decent and holy stop hitting our guys in the junk if you're a catcher don't go up and grab somebody in the junk if you're at third base don't tag my my boy gavin in the junk everything i mean stop hitting our guys there
1: hit them anywhere else just
0: stop hitting them there
1: what is with that what's with the the dodgers luck with that like that's the problem no other team has there's 30 teams in the league 29 don't get hit in the junk other ones get cup checked. It's the Dodgers. I don't understand it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, the uh, It was funny when you saw Dave Roberts run out when it was Gavin Lux in uh, Arizona. He runs out, <laughs> talks to him for a second, runs back to the dugout. <laughs> you know exactly what happened. <laughs> no, yeah,
1: because like, when he went down, I was like, oh, no, did he like burst an ab or something to tear something like in his abdomen? Or something? That looked bad, but it just got hit in the junk and then. <laughs> Like, obviously, the the Max Muncy one, too. Like, that was just, like, completely unnecessary.
0: Um, <laughs> JT was laughing about it, though, because yeah. JT talked about it yeah. afterwards. But, no, no, all joking aside, my concern is that we just – we stay focused. We, we know that we're good. Um, so, let's just stay focused and just play the game the way it's meant to be played. I mean, Mookie's on fire. Uh, there's not – If you look one through nine, there's not a a player that you want to pitch around to get to the next guy, right? If you pitch around Mookie, you're going to get Freddie. You pitch around Mookie and Freddie, then you get Trey Turner. Then you pitch around them and you got the bases loaded and it's Will Smith or Edwin Rios um, or JT, right? I mean, who do you want to pitch to? Roll the dice. Right. Okay. I don't know if you looked at the schedule yet. The next 25 games are going to be tight for the Dodgers. Obviously, the Pittsburgh Pirates are playing as well right now. But then they got the Mets. They got Cincinnati in there, who obviously they're struggling a little bit. But you got San Francisco. You got the White Sox. You've got some good teams, including the Angels in there. The next 25 games, what are you looking for? What would you like to see the Dodgers do?
1: Right. We're almost like this in like the pre-All-Star game vibes. Like this is this is the high of the season. This is where you should get some separation, right? And Mm -hmm. it's a tough schedule. Like you said, Mets, White Sox, teams that should be in like the pennant chase. And then the angels of course, very hot, kind of cooling down now. And then we have some divisionals in there too, but we are in the stretch of, I think it was something like 30 games in 32 days. That's really tough. So it's just about staying healthy. We're already seeing early season. We're what, like 55 games into the year. Guys are going down. So We got to load manage a little bit and we got to stay healthy, stay hot, good guys. And the Dodgers are, the reason the Dodgers are good is because there are guys who will step up when other guys falter. And it's kind of, it's switched roles. Like the guys who get things done, Mookie Betts was slow in the beginning of the season. Then he gets hot. What I want in these next 25 games is for guys just to step up. You, you see Justin Turner, he's almost there. He had like a four for four game in this, in the road trip, starting to get a little bit hot. And then, once guys start to cool down, he could start picking up Max Muncy. We're seeing Edwin Rios go off. Alonzo Alberto went deep. So it's just about playing your role and knowing that, hey, Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, they might need days off. So when I get into the lineup, I need to produce. And that hasn't been a problem yet. The depth has always been the Dodgers' strong suit. And in, in these next few games in the big series, when your name is called maybe for a pinch hit, maybe you get this in the starting lineup, come through. Yep, That's all I ask.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just come through. And exactly. Um, my only concern about the next 25 games is that we don't look, we don't look at the standings and say, we're there. Right. Cause my, my thing was, and I said this at the beginning of the season when uh, Fernando Tatis decided to be a, um, an ATV guy instead of a professional baseball player was I said, Hey, the Padres are going to chase us all season. What we need to do is we need to be up five on the Padres before that dude comes back we're up three on them right now but we need to be up five on them because the end of the season if you look at the last 40 games of the season it's san francisco it's arizona who we have fine you know we're fine with um but um it's san diego and we finished the season at home six games straight with the rockies Mm -hmm. and the rockies always play us weird I don't, the Rockies could be 60 and 102 and half of those 60 wins are against the Dodgers. And so that scares me a little bit. We need that five game lead. Yeah.
1: I think you, you can never go wrong with some insurance some cushion. I like where they're at now. Cause like it was, it's always scary when you see the, like the half game throughout the season, but now you see their separation now and Tatis will come back. Padres are still relatively hot. We saw the giants falter a little bit. So I would say, yeah, just don't worry about the standings. I, the guys know that. They, they always take it day by day. But the big road trips, the big home stands when you're playing almost every every day in a month, you just got to stay healthy, take it day by day, let yeah. the reserve guys pick you up every now and then, pitchers, don't get tender. Dodgers should be fine.
0: Well, and the Dodgers have – this month i mean they have that stretch we're in that stretch where they're playing every day but they have a stretch in june where they have a monday off and in that same week they have a thursday off and then they have the following monday off and then they play again pretty much until the all-star break Mm -hmm. so they get three days off in like seven days and then it's just back to work so roster moves um Mm -hmm. anything that excites you so far
1: I like that Edwin Rios, Hanzo Alberto getting more playing time. I think all of Dodger fandom has been like, oh my God, get Max Muncy out of the lineup. We have this guy, Edwin Rios, who is hitting the cover off the ball. Finally starting to see it now. He's getting that DH spot more, playing a little bit of third as well. I want to see him almost platooning. We've seen it before when the Dodgers have the stacked outfield with four or five guys would rotate in. Edwin Rios has earned that, okay? And I know he doesn't have the name power that Max Muncie does, but he has the batting average and the power to hold hold that up. And I think that that is exactly what we're seeing now and it's working out. He's producing. And that's not really a roster move, but that is more of like an internal thing that I love to see. But other than that, I think these past few weeks have shown that we do, in fact, need to pursue a starting pitcher at the beginning of the year, it was, we hundred percent do. Then Tyler Anderson, Andrew Heaney had their stretches. We're like, okay, maybe these guys we picked up out of nowhere might, might work. That is not really the case. Now injuries have shown bolt pin and starting rotation. Maybe we, we deal one of these guys that are not producing as well, get a reliable arm.
0: Exactly. Well, you know, again, Andrew Heaney, we're not quite sure. So we <laughs> We do a lot of lives. I do a lot of Dodger lives with a bunch of guys on Instagram. And the questions that we always get on live is when's Dustin May coming back? And the answer is he's going to come back in August, but he's going to be worth nothing. Like Dustin May is a 2023 product. Um, You know, he'll get a few innings here and there. He may get a start. It'll be on a high, you know, a very low pitch count, a high watch thing where, You know, he may get 40 pitches, and if that's one inning, that's it. If that's four innings, then great. He's in there for four innings. Um, Doesn't matter if he's pitching a perfect game after four innings, he's coming out. Um, The Tyler Anderson and the Tony Gonsolin thing helped the Dodgers tremendously. Uh, If they can continue to go on their way, and if Julio can figure it out and if Walker can figure it out, we could conceivably run a four-man rotation, especially coming into the All-Star break. Right. For the next month, we could run a four man rotation next month in 10 days or so going in the all star break and then figure it out from there. But you're right. We have to go shopping for something else. Now, um, Ryan uh, uh, Pepio, Mm -hmm. um, you know, he looked good. So did um, Glove. Right. He looked really good as well. So you can bring some of the young guys up and have them spot start. Um, I think Ryan should stay up. He's he's worth it. And Clayton, we'll get Clayton back at some point, but we always knew that Clayton would go down, and he began for a month.
1: Yeah, and so, I, I agree with that for sure. And Pepio, just a little bit of command issues, but I think he has major league stuff. Just needs development, classic rookie stuff, I would say.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's more. I think that's more nerves than anything else, right? I mean, especially in, in Pittsburgh, when he was pitching in Pittsburgh, his family was there, his wife was there. You know, when he was in L.A., when you walk on that mound in L.A. and you look up and you see that Dodger sign up on the up above and you look around and you see, hey, I'm not in Kansas anymore, Toto. Like it's a little nerve wracking. And so I think Pepio is just I think it's more of that minor league nerves. Mm-hmm. So he'll get there. He'll get there. I like it. Well, Chris, give me a, give me your wrap up. Give me a 60, 90 second wrap up on the Dodgers and, and what you're seeing. And as we wrap this thing up.
1: For sure. So I like where we're at. Best team in baseball. No surprise. I think everyone expected us to be at this point. It's just about smoothing out the wrinkles a little bit. We talked about starting pitching bullpen, the guys we know we're going to produce the guys who haven't produced. Again, it's a very long season. And what you want out of a team to this caliber is just that when things do go wrong, there are guys to replace it. When the closer blows a save, your setup guy might go in the next save opportunity and finish the job. I think that's what we're going to see when guys struggle, other guys will produce. When guys get injured, the reserves will step in and pick up where they left off. That's what we're seeing out of the Dodgers. This looks like a team that is going to stay at the top of the NL West the whole season. Shouldn't be too dramatic. We're not going to see a 2018 game where we got to like cover five games behind and come back play game one sixty three. This is not one of those years, in my opinion. I think this is one where we stay five three games above anyone else. Cruise it. Be be consistent. Get everyone healthy and make a playoff push. Again, it's been the story of the Dodgers for the past eight years. Get to the playoffs. Don't choke. Stay healthy. End of story.
0: Yeah, my and my whole thing, Chris. You nailed that. That was that was a great analysis. My whole thing for the Dodgers is I want them okay, to not do what the White Sox did last year. I do not want them to clinch this thing at the beginning of September and kind of go mentally checking out and trying other players. Listen, I love the 40-man roster, playing players that you want to get good major league at-bats, but look what happened to Washington in the first series, right? They fell apart and they lost to a team that they could have beat. gone deep in the playoffs um or uh chicago i'm sorry not washington chicago but i just want i want us to clinch but i i want it to be three or five games i want us to to have to work up until the, the second to last week of the season so i just think that's that's the way of it so top fans chris is back in the house We're hoping to get him back sometime in the summertime when we got a couple of guys on, uh, we got a lot of topics coming up that we're going to, we're going to embrace besides for a little Dodger baseball, but I haven't talked to Chris in about a month. And so it's been good to catch up with you, Chris. Thank Um, you. As always, your show has been phenomenal to have you on and we'll look forward to having you back when you, you get home and, and stop being such a world traveler. (laughs) Thank you.
1: I appreciate it. I'm excited for what's next for me. Obviously like, Like you said, like the hiatus with the radio show, I'm going off to D.C. I'm going to work for Radio America, do some stuff outside of sports. So I'm excited to build my network outside of athletics, outside of baseball. So it'll be fun. I'll meet a bunch of people on Capitol Hill and then I'm I'm going to USC in the fall. So look out for some news there. I'm going to try to get a radio show, but I'm definitely going to be involved with student media, student paper, uh, maybe do some TV, too. So stay tuned. Perfect.
0: Well, let, let us know what we can do to help you and how we can promote you and what we can do. So, um, top fans, you will see this episode drop in the next couple of days. Tell us what we missed. If there's some Dodger talk that we missed, let us know We're we can handle it. At least Chris can handle it. I'm a little soft, but no, (laughs) have a good one. Chris, thanks for joining me today.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: You bet.